0: We'll wash away the Denver game, quarterback questions, injury updates, and a look ahead to the LA Rams for the Cleveland Browns. And it is bi week hell in fantasy football. I got you covered on all fronts, and it starts right now on the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara.
1: Turn up your volume
0: because you're about to listen to
1: the Sick Podcast. With Andy McNamara, the sickest Cleveland Browns podcast. In the backfield, Latavius Murray. Huntley takes the shotgun snap. Back to pass. Looks, the ball got stripped away in the air. The Browns fight for the ball, and it's picked up by Miles Garrett. He's going to score touchdown. It's going to be sick. Hey,
0: everybody, Andy McNamara with you. All right, we're in better, better spirits. I guess we're uh, we're gonna get past that Denver. A Denver lost that. Uh, that was that sucked. That was the worst. That was really bad. Not the worst, but it was really bad. On to the LA Rams. Lots of questions. Chris Meaney from FTN Network is going to join me in a few minutes to talk about fantasy football NFL week 13. We got six teams on bye. We're in bye week held part two. How are we going to get through it? We got you covered there. You can get your questions in using hashtag askandy on social media. Twitter, X, at AndyMC81, at SickPodBrowns, and Instagram, at AndyMCSports. Click the notification button. Don't miss an episode. Click subscribe. Share the link. And don't forget, we're live every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, to get you ready for Browns football, fantasy football, and betting for that week of NFL action. All right. Let's let's just wrap up and get through this Denver game here. Let's throw out some dog bones here. Yeah, I'll I'll be honest, folks. There's not going to be a lot of dog bones. There's going to be a big doghouse. We're putting an extension on the doghouse. Okay, we're going to pack everybody in the doghouse in Denver. Beginning with Kevin Stefanski. How weird is it where just when you think Stefanski's got the play calling figure, just when you think last week's show, this time last week, I had Dave Natalion from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. And we said, Kevin Stefanski's growing up coaching-wise. He's got it figured out. He's doing what it takes to win. And then we go to Denver. The worst, literally the worst run defense in the national football league. The worst. Comes out, throws the football. Keeps throwing the football. Then you're down 14-0 and you get into that spiral. But in this case, it was interesting because even though you were down, you could have kept running the football. But you didn't. When you did, Jerome Ford was getting chunk gains. Kareem Hunt looked pretty good, too. Yet, you kept throwing the football. And I don't blame DTR. Again, I don't blame him. Now, maybe he's throwing too hard, doesn't have the touch, whatever. But the amount of drops, disgusting. The wide receivers and throwing David and Joku into this, too. Doghouse. You can't drop that many footballs. And expect your rookie quarterback... Who's over? Clearly overwhelmed, but still making. He made some nice passes. There was some threading of the needles. I don't blame DTR at all. Dog boned to DTR for taking that dirty hit. Those Denver Broncos, dirty bastards. they so taking that hit for doing what he tried to do. All the receivers dropping. Okay, he throws the ball too hard. So what? Okay, you're an NFL football player. Catch the ball. Catch the ball. Okay, it's a hard. It, it, it's, it's thrown hard. It's difficult. Yeah. That's why why you're in the national football league, to catch difficult throws. Didn't do it. The defense, get it. Gashed. Just gashed. By Javante Williams, by Pirine. And I'll tell you this, getting ready for the LA Rams, you better be ready for Kyron Williams because he's back. And he looks fantastic. So if you're the Browns defense, you better get ready. Now, some good news side on the injury front. It looks like all the doom and gloom that we were hoping wouldn't come true with uh, maybe long absence for Miles Garrett, whatever. It looks like we're crossing everything that Miles Garrett, according to Kevin Stefanski, is listed day to day, should be available to play. After the game, Miles Garrett had his, remember he had his arm in a sling, couldn't lift it, said he heard a pop, no structural damage, should be able to play. Is he going to be as effective? I don't know, but at least he'll be in there. Amari Cooper, ribs, probably wear the flak jacket. He'll be good to go as well. Hopefully, Denzel Ward is back. Good Lord, did, me, did we miss Denzel Ward. Wow. Denzel Ward, hopefully, will be back in. Anthony Walker, day-to-day also, going down from week to week. So, if you get some help back, it shouldn't be too bad. This is another tough game against the Rams, where, can you beat them? Yeah. Can they beat you? Also, yeah. Yeah, Cooper Cup's back. Puka Nakua. Tutu Atwell. Kyrie Williams, like I said. You better be ready. And the Browns have responded well this season and over Kevin Stefanski's tenure as Browns coach when it comes off a loss. And the Jim Schwartz defense, remember when they were embarrassed, they came back with a vengeance. You're going to need that against a stationary Matthew Stafford. So it'll be a tough game. But that Denver game, it was there. And you can't get too cute. You're seven and four. And who the hell is the quarterback going to be? I guess Joe Flacco. (laughs) Fourth quarter, it would be the first time, I believe, in NFL history, or at least in Browns history, where four different quarterbacks would win a ball game. Happened back in the 80s, but four quarterbacks started for the Browns in one season, but only three won. Flacco, that would be his 100th career win. He's cool, calm, collected, man. 38, I don't know. Like, I would have rather taken a shot with Nick Foles, but Nick Foles is stunk when he hasn't been with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, okay, we're going we're going with Flacco. Pretty much the polar opposite of what you've designed the offense to do when it comes to having mobility at the quarterback position. He's got a presence. He's calm. Ice in the veins. Super Bowl winner. Big arm. All right, let's go. Give me. Who would have thought? Give me Joe Flacco from a Browns fan. Holy, I, I cannot believe it. Uh, by the way, fantasy football. Uh, we're, we're we're not signing off on Flacco here. Here's an interesting note, though, coming from our buddy Tony Grossi from ESPN Cleveland. This is the first time, that Denver game, the first time a 29-12 to 12 final score had ever happened in pro football history. Called a scorigami, where it's a, a unique one. So there have been 17,560 games played in pro football, not just the NFL, through Monday night, according to profootballreference.com. And there have been only 261 time unique final scores. 29 to 12 for the Browns is one of them. So there's your bit of useless information. Maybe a trivia night, have some drinks this weekend. You can bring up that nugget. But horrible game for the. No one came to play in Denver. It sucked. So now you get ready for LA. They're staying out west for the week. Let the sunshine heal the injuries. And let's get back on track. Again, probably Joe Flacco. Okay. Like, I'm fine with that. We know what PJ Walker is. We don't know what what Joe Flacco is at age 38 this year. Who hasn't played? He's healthy. He's 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 ready. Apparently, wowed them on eight passes in his trial. So there you go. Uh, it, it's it's really a case for the Browns. You need to get that win. Get this win, no matter what. You get this win, you're at eight and four. Then you go home for two games against Jacksonville and the Bears. That's probably a split again. Now it could be it could be really cold. Jacksonville doesn't play well. That's a pick 'em. You should be beating Chicago. So you come out of this one with a win. After the following two weeks, you get nine, maybe 10 wins, and you're in good shape for the playoffs. But you've got to grind it out any means necessary. And I don't have the confidence. Just when I don't have the confidence, Stefanski shows me things that he does know how to coach in any situation. And then just when you think that happens, he goes back the other way. So I don't know what the heck to expect. We'll go over more of that on Sunday. All right? Denver game, flush it. That's it. Two flushes. Make sure a dog goes down. On to L.A. Let's we'll see what the Browns do there. All right. Let's talk some fantasy football. Bring in my guy from FTN Network, Chris Meany, and talk about bi week hell part two. Chris, good to see you, my man. How are
1: you? What's up, Andy? It's been a minute. Yes, Yes. uh, happy to chop it up with you here and talk some football, fantasy football, week thirteen. I heard you uh, just going off at the at the top here about your Cleveland Browns. Oh boy, it's been a wild season in Cleveland, hasn't it? Wow,
0: uh, Chris, Deshaun Watson shaking off for us. Then he goes down. Then he comes back. Then he looks good. Then he then he's out. And then we got PJ Walker, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I think the only consistent is that when it comes to fantasy football, including the uh, presumably Joe Flacco starting. We're not we're not uh, uh, contemplating any fantasy football Cleveland Brown quarterback. Is that fair?
1: Yeah it, I think it is fair. Uh, man I've been to the Mooney lot a couple times. I've been to First Energy Stadium for two games. It's in a wicked atmosphere. It's, beautiful. it's, a, yeah. it's a really fun time yeah. Uh, but I've never seen a place where there's just been like 20 plus quarterback jerseys or t-shirts and, and the rotation of quarterbacks over the past few years and again this year as well. So I, the defense as you know and the fans know has they've been legit, and I think it's good enough to get them into the playoffs, assuming Garrett is good to go the rest of the mm. way. Uh, but it's you're, you're going to sweat it out. Browns fans yeah. are going to sweat it out. It's going to be a grind every single that, game. I, it's going to be tough.
0: There, there's really no other way. As a Browns fan, that that's it. It can never be easy. It can never <laughs> just be an enjoyable uh, afternoon, typically. But here for fantasy football. Just when you think, like, you think we got a bit of a lull, right? It was Thanksgiving, everyone was feeling good, and then you get smacked in the face with the Bills. Bears, Raiders, Vikings, Giants, Ravens, all on by this late in the season. And, Chris, this is tough, man, because we were talking before. That waiver wire is thin at this time of the year, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really is. And, you know, the hope is that you have your, your team set Uh, heading into the the final couple weeks of the fantasy football regular season. But of course, you know, things happen. You got to go for a quarterback. You have to go for a running back. You know, the latest news just came down that maybe Jonathan Taylor is going to miss some time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe this week could potentially get placed on IR. Uh, So like a guy like Zach Moss, who's hanging around 50% of of Yahoo leagues, he could be somebody Mm -hmm. that was dropped over the past couple weeks. I think the biggest thing, Andy, at this time of the season is, even if you are still fighting for a playoff spot, just – You have to look ahead at your schedule. You have to try to figure out a way to to handle these buys, to handle the buys week 14, the final week, before you get into fantasy football playoffs. And that means having two quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you have, um, like, you don't want to carry a second quarterback if you have Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson on by. Hopefully you planned this ahead. Yeah. Uh, But even having just somebody, instead of going to the waiver wire now, in some leagues where there may just not be a whole lot there guys like Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield and Gardner Minshew are probably even scooped up like they Mm -hmm. should be have two quarterbacks have handcuffs even have a second defense just try to plan ahead because as you know and everybody knows you know following football it could change like that in a hurry and it's kind of next man up yeah
0: in conversation with Chris Meany FTN Network on Twitter X at Chris Meany Shane let's head under the wire buddy let's go All right, we talked about it. Zach Moss, yeah, that has to be. I think, Chris, if you have any uh, fab budget left and you need a running back, uh, that's really the best option. Anybody else on the waiver wire right now that I can see of any notable availability, like, w- we're going to have to go to Kenneth Gainwell? That's not... That doesn't make me happy. You know, no. You no? Know? <laughs> Jaleel McLaughlin? No! Like, this is not good. This is not good at all, right? Like, I, Royce Freeman, he's not playing with Kyrie Williams. Like, there's, there's really... Outside of Zach Moss. So if he's there and you got money left, like I'm just that's it. It's week 13, dump dump it all left. What are you saving it for, right?
1: Yeah, no, you're right. I, I would dump it all, even with you know the, the thought that Taylor, even if he does play, like we've seen yeah. a little bit of Zach Moss, is not fully gone yeah. away. I think we know why last week we saw more Zach Moss than we did in the previous couple of weeks because Taylor had the thumb injury, but there, yeah, there's a couple guys like, and they it's not pretty. Of course you're going to the way mm-hmm. wire. You mentioned P Ryan. I mean, he does have yeah, a back-to-back yeah. games with the touchdown. So he's, he's still getting sprinkled in there. Uh, Zeke is getting anywhere from eight to 10 carries a game. It is a matchup against the chargers. They're one of the worst teams in football among leaders and allowing yards per attempt and just overall yards. And, and I think Staley's lost the room there yeah. in LA. Um, Chuba Hubbard, it's not fantastic, but he's still playing over my. Miles Sanders, there's and there's a couple guys I'm talking about stashing, and it's mm. it's Keaton Mitchell who's on by this week. It, you know, last time we saw the Ravens against the Chargers, it seemed like it was his backfield. He had 32 snaps. Gus Edwards had 18. Gus Edwards has had a really good season, and it still may be a committee in Baltimore with a lot of these guys and Justice Hill, Lamar Jackson, who likes to run the football, but. If you're going to tell me Keaton Mitchell is going to get anywhere from eight to 12 touches, it's a flex appeal option for me. Mm -hmm. He's really explosive. Home run hitter. Seen it now. Oh, home run hitter for sure. So he's a guy that I would pick up and stash at the running back position. Um, Elijah Mitchell should be picked up. Roshan Johnson, Tajay Spears, Algier, Dearness Johnson's playing behind. Travis Etienne, not Tanks Bigsby. Rico Dowdle. Like I know Pollard is playing good lately. Jeff Wilson, just have these guys that are the next man up situations linked to good offenses, you know, because Dearness Johnson, if he was the guy in Jacksonville and you're giving him 15 touches, he could be a flex appeal for you. Dadle in Dallas, Jeff Wilson, uh, getting a little bit of run uh, with the dolphins lately as well. So it's tough, man. It's this time of the year, as you know, and I'm in some tough spots too. I got to start these guys, but just make sure there's no uh, next man up explosive running backs on good teams Uh, on the waiver wire at this time. Just sitting there. Yeah, and you mentioned De'Aaron Johnson.
0: We know him well for the Browns, right? He had a nice run in Cleveland as a backup and and can... You know, he can be quite serviceable. Uh, Ty Chandler's probably another one. Not getting the touches now, but a jump up. Roshan Johnson, I'm totally with you, Chris. I was going to bring him up because the tricky part is, again, it does you no good for this week, but going forward after. But Johnson, especially with Donta Foreman down and Khalil Herbert, just like, I don't even... Again, do you have a better choice? That's always the question. Do I bench so and so? Well, do you have a better choice? But Cleo Herbert just—he's—he
1: just doesn't have it. Like- no, and you wonder about the injury. You know how healthy he is, mm-hmm. and you know for the Bears. Why not see what they got in Roshan Johnson? Right. You're you're looking forward. I think out of the bye, if Foreman returns, then it can get crowded again. And it's possible he gets some early down work. And then it's really tough to start any of these guys. But Roshan Johnson has been the third down back basically all year. Mm -hmm. He's catching passes. I mean, his rushing and receiving yard prop yesterday was thirty. I mean, he did it on the ground. I believe he did it in the air through the air as well. Uh so he's a guy that can rack up yards both ways. And yeah, I mean, you're you're Chicago here. You know you're going to get a top pick. You you won a football game against Minnesota, and that was a fun, you know, spoiler game for you. But uh, ultimately, you want to see what you have in some of these younger players. So they could turn it over to him. Let's talk tight end. Because even in the best
0: of times, Chris, all teams playing the tight end spot sucks. <laughs> we <laughs> we we know this. This is not news. Pat fryer is sitting out there, 50% okay. availability. And this is somebody who a lot of people drop because of the injury. Yeah. And... Boy, when Deontay Johnson is going the way he's going, uh, and Fryermuth can be that little safety net for Kenny Pickett, I, I, I'd say it's it's Pratt- Fryermuth, and then there is a substantial drop off. My next best one after that, I think you have to look at
1: either like a Cade Otten for the Bucks or Tyler Conklin for the Jets. Right? Yeah, like, I, I I like I love the the Fryermuth call, and I, I don't think he's. I mean, you can count on a hundred yards. see so hit the century mark, but one yeah. thing. Um, and I'm sure you're well aware of this. Being inside the division, um, the Steelers, right? I mean, with Matt Canada, is yeah. zero games with 400 yards. Zero games. It was the <laughs> first time in 59 games the Steelers had 400 yards of offense, and they still have only had 16 points. Yeah. But it was very encouraging. Uh, he have been outgained in every game of this season. Outgained in about 85 percent of the games. He was an OC as well. I saw I saw some explosive plays, six plays of at least 20-plus yards. Pat Friarman was part of a couple of those. I saw Kenny Pickett taking some shots in the middle of the field, which just wasn't the case. And we got a couple skilled wide receivers there too. Mm-hmm. And, sure. And Pickens and, and Deontay Johnson. So I like that he's a top-12 tight end this week. Andy with um, Kincaid out, uh, Komet out, Hawkinson's been a beast. He's out. And then Baltimore, of course, you know, Mark Andrews, and then the pop pickup last week was Isaiah Likely. So you may actually have to go down to Conklin who got some looks with Boyle. Uh, I like the Kate, Kate Otten call as well. I had to replace him um, in one league that I had Mark Andrews in. He's Mm. getting some looks from Baker Mayfield and the Bucks are playing pretty decently on offense. Playing Carolina too. Playing Carolina too, which is a good, good spot. Um, And then I guess if you get deeper and deeper, I know Higby had a couple scores last week, but Uh, I don't really like the Rams to score a bunch of points against the Browns. Uh, So that's desperation play there. Well, Chris, what
0: happens with all these tight ends is like outside of the couple names that we mentioned, and even them as well, outside of maybe Fryermuth, is they're all touchdown dependent. Like you, you look and it's almost, it's like the Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing to, they all have like four targets and they'll have like three catches for 38 yards. And if they don't score a touchdown, your day's, your day's over
1: yeah that's it exactly and i think the the thing with you are chasing some of these points clearly volume is king you want them to be involved and you're seeing some of these tight ends get uh looks from some young quarterbacks but red zone targets are are kind of key as well Mm -hmm. and for is going to get his when they're not running the football in pittsburgh and that's what they want to do uh but also what you go back to Kincaid. i don't think the bucks or the the Jets will have many red zone opportunities, but their bucks are a team that if you've watched them all year, Baker's hung around. Mike Evans has had a great season. Godwin hasn't um, had the best of luck in terms of touchdowns, considering the usage he gets inside the red zone, but Kate Otten is an up and coming tight end. I really liked him a couple years ago, but of course, Mm -hmm. you know, when, when Brady was going in Tampa, he wanted his old buddy uh, there, but uh, Kate Otten has, you know, has has done some really nice things this year that gets kind of gets unnoticed.
0: Yeah, it's not bad. Um, let's look at quarterback. And I'm surprised that still available in 47% of Yahoo leagues is Jordan Love. And Chris, started the year, hot, right? You look at the start of the year fantasy-wise, four weeks, first four weeks, 23, 20, 25, 19, then got figured out, cooled off, went down. Last two weeks, 20, and last week, 26.6, going up against Kansas City, tough defense, maybe not the same opportunity for a shootout that we would think about in past years with Kansas City's the drop issues and, and not outside of Travis Kelsey, not the same explosiveness, but certainly this seems like a decent matchup. And if you're looking for a playoff push and you need, let's like you said, that extra quarterback or you're on a buy for Jordan love, Kansas city, there's potential you're playing the giants next. Like, come on. And then you got Tampa Bay, Carolina. Like that's, that's not a bad stretch for a guy like Jordan love.
1: Yeah, you're right. I, I mentioned him on mean streets as the, as one of the candidates to pick up in, in as a second quarterback, you mentioned mm-hmm. it. Um, I'm not crazy with the matchup against the chiefs, but yeah. I am seeing what he's doing. Right. And you mentioned the fantasy points, 18 plus and three straight. He's kind of sneaky on the ground too. 39 rushing yards last week. Yeah. Uh, he had 23 rushing yards in week two, 39 in week three, 37 in week five, 34 in week eight. It's almost like a free touchdown, right? Four points, 40 rushing yards. Roughly. Right. You're getting a free, You Almost like you're getting a free score there. Doesn't have the same sort of upside as you know some of the elite rushing quarterbacks like Lamar and, and Hurts and Allen, but he can give you a little bit of something there. Christian Watson seems healthy for the first time um, all year long. Who ha- is coming off a big game? Uh, one wide receiver that I wanted to bring up with you is Jaden Reed. Uh, Jaden yes. Reed has got 18 touches over the last three games. He's kind of getting used like Debo. I don't. I'm not saying he is Debo, mm. but they're just finding a way to. Malafors called some good games lately, and I've been hard on him. Most of the season, this is a team that just cannot score in the first half of games. And then the second half, you know, they adjust and and they're coming back in games and they're they're moving the ball a little bit better. But uh, Jaden Reed, the final way to get the ball in his hands, whether it's an end around a quick slant, taking some shots with them down the field, getting some red zone touches as well. And Romeo Dubs has got seven touchdowns on the season. So. I, I really like uh, the surgeons here lately of Trevor Lawrence, but do you want to start Trevor Lawrence week 15 against Baltimore in Ooh. your first playoff matchup? Or do you want to start Jordan love week 15 against the bucks who are among the mm-hmm. leaders and passing yards allowed completion percentage to quarterbacks. So that's something to keep in mind. me, I would rather start Jordan Love. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to start anybody against Baltimore, man. Like that defense is <laughs> legit right now. They're doing things that haven't been done in like 30, 40 years, man. Like forty yeah. four point yards per attempt. Like it's that's nasty.
0: Yeah. And and like you said, you add that extra value of the legs with a Jordan Love. Um, but let's say for fun, Jordan Love, he's gone. You need help this week. Jordan Love is off the market. I got a, a three-pick who'd you rather for this week. Sure. Right? We got uh Russell Wilson, who statistically overall it's done good but the last few weeks has got like into the t- 13 14 fantasy points not great desmond Ritter against uh the new york jets or gardner Minshew versus the tennessee titans there's lots of the the, the Ritter one is the highest volatility gardner Minshew's kind of in that middle ground but can pop and then russell wilson always could but hasn't recently and who'd yeah. you rather who'd you rather
1: that's uh, uh, good um I, I think I lean Russ. I think I lean mm. Russ there. Although I do like Minshew, and a shout out to Josh Downs as another wide receiver. Gardner Minshew really Josh a Downs. Of Two guys, yeah. It's Downs and it's Pittman, and yeah, Pittman yeah, has yeah. been a wide receiver one all year with the volume, and Downs. It looked like last week he overcame the knee injury that has, has kept him kind of yeah. limited, uh, you know, a few weeks prior, but. One thing about Russ, and I was a year too early, I guess, on the Russ to Cortland Sutton connection because this is <laughs> something I was just really, really buying into last year as a deep threat guy in Cortland Sutton and the and the deep ball accuracy that Russ had. But listen, the play calling was just atrocious last year with Nathaniel Hackett and, and Peyton has this team playing. This is a team that gave up 70 points. Yeah. 70 points earlier in the season. Uh, they're on a nice winning streak. They've beaten some good teams like mm-hmm. the Chiefs and the Bills over this run your Browns last week. And one thing I've noticed about Russ is go back to rushing last mm-hmm. year, 18 yards per game on the ground, 13 yards per game in his final season with Seattle. He's averaging 24 rushing yards per game this season. And I know that may not seem like a whole lot, but again, it is almost like starting with a touchdown 34 yards last week against Cleveland, 30 against uh, Buffalo and he's tossing touchdowns I Man, he's got 20 touchdowns and four picks this season. So I think it's a good, I think both guys are good. Uh, I forget the third that you mentioned, but I think it was the uh, Ritter. I thought was. Yeah, it gets the Jets. This is tough, man. I yeah. still like that defense, even though they can't score points. Yeah,
0: Russ has very quietly been efficient, right? Turnovers way down, yeah. like you said, like 20 to four. Like if you took away the name and said quarterback X has 20 touchdowns, four interceptions, you're like, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, that's really good. And then you throw in Russell Wilson's name. It's like, oh, but no, he's, uh, he's doing it. And it just comes now, okay where you've thrown one touchdown the last two weeks, can you can you pop that up against a, a very game Houston team? Which, Chris, before we let you go, that has to be one of the biggest surprises in real-life football and in fantasy, where you have C.J. Stroud, Tank Dell, just absolutely lighting it up together. Uh, what, what a connection and what a surprise for a Houston team that finds themselves in a wild-card uh, race right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Russ is quarterback 14 on the season, and CJ Shout is quarterback 6. I mean, two surprises, but certainly more wow. surprised About CJ Stroud, who I mean, I did a lot of best ball drafts over at Underdog Fantasy. I streamed them a lot over on Mean Streets. Uh, I got a lot of shares of CJ Stroud, but it was only because he was going as quarterback 28, 29, 30, Mm -hmm. 31. Nobody wanted a piece of this guy. Uh he's been fantastic this season. Uh pass happy offense. And you're right about Tank Dell. I mean, he is he he seems legit. I mean, he's a guy that can, he's got a ton of speed. He can um, find you know avenues open in the middle of the field with his route running ability. And there's a connection there. And I, I've always liked Nico Collins um, yeah. and the addition of Stroud and the accuracy that he brings to the table has has elevated Nico Collins' game as well as a former third round pick. A big body can go up and get it in the red zone. Dalton Schultz is a nice tight end. It's a lot of nice pieces there for, for CJ Stroud. It's a really, really fun story. They're in the middle of it. He's going to win rookie of the year. He's no uh, doubt if the Texans make the playoffs, he has to be an MVP conversation. Wow. He has to be because yeah. they picked number two and number three last year, right? I know they traded up, but when you have two picks in the top five, you know you're a bad football team, right? Yeah. So he's done some really good things and went, come from behind wins as well. And it would be interesting to see if he can get his Texans into the playoffs. And I, I hope so, because it'd be a fun story. It'd Not fun at story. the grounds expense no of course not no out. maybe well, the Steelers get out and they both get, you get know, Houston and, yeah they yeah go.
0: well the the uh, the the Browns helped uh, Houston's journey with all the uh draft picks they gave for Deshaun Watson too so you know <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh Chris what a mess but if, if I wasn't yeah. laughing we cry right that's it that's how that's it right. goes that's all right, right. Guys, all right man, hey tell people where they can find you when where how all that you put out awesome content all the time love it
1: I appreciate you, dude. Um, on Twitter, at Chris Meany, um, we have all kinds of free content uh, over at FTN Fantasy, FTN Bets, FTN Daily.com. Uh, but Mean Streets, it's just a, a multi-sport show, five days a week. You can sub on our uh, YouTube channel, FTN Network, iTunes, Spotify. I have a hockey show for the hockey fans out there with Eric Young, who is also a true football psycho. Uh, he loves himself some Tennessee <laughs> Titans. It's been a rough year for him, but yeah. uh, it, those may know him. Some people may know him from in the ring, but he, he loves his hockey. and He loves his football. So twice a week, Dangle Bet talking some NHL picks and props on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Appreciate it, man. It's been uh, it's been a long time. Yes. I always love chopping it up with you. And let's maybe let's do it again. Maybe you come on Absolutely. Main Street so we get together before uh, the football season's over. We're still – we're just getting into it, man. It's just getting, team, into we're it. just getting into it. Absolutely. Anytime, my friend. Thank you. We'll talk soon. All right,
0: cheers. All right, there he goes. Chris Meany, FTN Network, one of my favorite guys. We go, gosh, long ways back from the uh, fantasy network TV days when I come on Chris's uh show on the TV side years ago. Chris is a great, great dude, must follow on all social media. So love having Chris on. Uh there you go, folks. Yeah, we got it. The fantasy football site. It is it's tough, right? It's uh it's it's a tricky one with all these with all these bye week stuff. But if you have any questions. If you want fantasy football lineup help, betting talk, whatever, hit us up on social media on Twitter at Andy MC 81 at SickPodBrowns. Browns use hashtag AskAndy So I can find it Instagram as well at Andy MC sports. We'll get you set up there. Remember Sunday morning live. It'll be 10 a.m. Eastern. My girl, Joe Madden at Joe Madden sports. She's going to be back with me for a third week in a row. The Dyson slicing and dicing, getting some danger zone picks, get you ready fantasy football. And of course, Browns-Rams preview. Will it be Flacco at quarterback? What would the injury statuses be as we get ready for a huge game on the road for the Browns to try to get them over the hump, get to that eight-win spot, get to that point where you can't exhale, you can't rest easy, but you're one step closer to a playoff spot. Really need them to come up big there. So that'll be Sunday morning. So thanks to Chris Meaney. Thanks to producer Shane. I'm Andy McNamara, and you've been watching the Sick Podcast with Andy McNamara. As always, go Browns! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick
1: Podcast with Andy McNamara on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.